have a call with a partner today and would like to review my call document. So walk us through your question there, Tracy. Um, well, we established uh, last week that yep. that my weakest link was um, the, the, the promo plan. And yep. uh, last week I had a terrific call. Uh, it was a podcast interview with a guy who has a Kickstarter campaign for this guided 12-week journal. So it's, it's a competitor to uh, Beth Self but it's also got a little spiritual component to it. So that's kind of the, the niche. We're going to hop on a call today to do uh, a, a short podcast interview that I can have on the air this week. But I got to thinking that, you know, we got along so well last week that there's a really neat opportunity for me to say, look, let me do some learn out loud types of, of podcasting um, that shows me walking through this Kickstarter. I mean, I invested in it months ago and I haven't used it yet. So what if I do 10 or 15 minute episodes every week that walks through how I'm using it, how it's different from, from other types of uh, planning solutions. And so I spent almost all day rewatching the video that you did on how to prepare for a call how to put together that document. So I just thought that, um, and, and I actually sent this to Matt just to kind of make sure that number one, I could articulate it. And number two, here's prep for the call. Uh, my prim primary goals uh, is to make sure I can assess partner win number one. I want to understand how many units he wants to sell in a specific amount of time if he's more interested in selling time, I know he's got an email of 1,600. My gut tells me he's got a list of eight or 10,000 subscribers. His Kickstarter campaign was funded in about four hours with 1,600 backers. So what I'm thinking is if I'm going to go to this much trouble, I would really like to get 200 to 500 subscribers. Plus, Matt and I have figured out that my uh, another weak link is I don't have a lot of evergreen partnerships. I'm having a great month and then a crappy month, a great month and a crappy month in terms mm -hmm. of subscribers. So the third thing is that uh, I, I really need to start leaving an online footprint for some crunchy teaching about navigating change through planning, executing, and measuring progress. All of my content thus far are stories about people navigating change. It's now time to say, here are some tools you can put in your hands, whether that's journaling or community. I found a pretty interesting pain point there this weekend. So here's my document. I don't know how much of this you want to see, but uh, thought maybe you'd kind of have a look at that and see if you see any pitfalls or opportunities for how I need to, to pitch him this afternoon. Uh, I think you, I think you you've you've watched everything. You get the point of the call. Let's now simplify your call down into four questions you have to have answered in your mind before the end of the call. So the one thing you don't have to have before the end of the call is a promotion plan. Uh, and I would actually advise in this situation you don't. You put that together after the fact. But four questions you have to get answered before you can even put together a promotion plan or decide if this is a good partnership is. And I'll just put these in chat so you can copy and paste them if this is helpful for you. Why do they want to partner with you? I like leading with this question. So, hey, what's the guy's name? Man, thanks so much. I'm excited about this. So just tell me real quick, why do you want to partner with me? And dig into that. And that'll lead you to question number two, which is uh, what is their very specific win? What do they want? 
I want to sell 10 copies of the month manual. I want to get more subscribers, more followers. I just want publicity, like whatever it is. Found out his very specific win. And with both of these, these question one or two are very closely tied. Try to dig four or five layers deep with him. So when he gives you an answer, ask why. When he gives you that answer, ask why. When he gives you that answer, ask why again. And try to go four or five times with that to get to the real thing he's looking for. Almost no one will give you their main thing up front because they don't even know. They haven't even really stopped to think about it. So you're kind of coaching them a little bit. Number three is what is your very specific win? And be clear about what that is. And then number four is, are these possible? Is it possible to give him his win? And is it possible for him to give you your win? And you might have to ask a few questions to figure that out. Like what are open rates? What's email list size? I mean, it's straight up ask like, great. So um, Steve, you know, I see, you know, my, my main goal, and this is after you've covered him, always put yourself second. Uh, my main goal is to get 500 new email subscribers. So kind of walk me through, like, what's your list size? And what's your typical click-through rate? Oh, my list is 8,000 people and I get a 10% click-through rate. Awesome. That's 800 people. If one email clicks and they all opt in immediately. So all right, I think that's probably possible. Great. Uh, so dig into that. So those, But those are the four questions you have to answer. I would, you have all that in the back of your head, what you've outlined. By the end, those four questions are answered or your next step is just to have more conversation. But you can't put together a promo plan until these things are very clear. And after that, that's where just detailing out who's going to do what comes into play. But these four have to be answered before you get there. So my number one goal for this call for you, you said it's today, right? Mm-hmm. Answer those four questions. Okay. Why does he want a partner? What is the very specific win? What is your specific win? And are these two things possible based on, you don't even know all the data yet. So you have to dig in and ask him, what are open rates? What's the list size? What are your expectations? What's the best partnership you've done before? Just keep digging to see if you can find proof. Cause you're like, I'm a little natural at this cause I'm an eight. So I like challenge every, I just like think I just generally just don't trust what people are saying about something that can be unhealthy. And most of the time it's mostly healthy, but so I just naturally dig in. I was like, okay, yeah, you can send us 10,000 people. That's great. All right, prove it to me. Like, well, what's the, you got 8,000 people on your list. So if you gave me everyone immediately, you still wouldn't hit the goal. So, you know, I would dig in and just try to uncover that a little bit. If it doesn't come as natural to you, then, you know, just know you'll be back in the same boat if you do the partnership without knowing it. Uh, and there's a chance you might still do it. It might not go well, but this decreases the odds of that drastically. Because if anything else, it resets your expectation correctly. Like maybe you get 150 and that's still a win. But I'm not expecting yeah. 500 and getting 150 and disappointed versus expecting 30 and getting 150 and being excited. So it just right. aligns your expectations right. And you'll get better at this as you go about estimating that based on what you learn in this call. So one of the things I know he's looking to do is be more consistent in the content that he delivers to his email subscribers. So I've offered to help him with that a little bit. Plus, you know, if we do this promo plan right, and I, and I get it, I'm jumping a little bit ahead. But if we do the promo plan right, I can help him solve that problem, too. Yeah, has he told you that's a problem or are you just guessing yeah. that's a problem? No, we've talked about it last week. Great. So let him. One thing you remember the mom test. Don't put words in people's mouth. So just be very, like convince yourself in the call, like ask him, why do you want to do this partnership? And he's like, man, I just am dying for content. Awesome. <laughs> then jump on it. Okay. Don't throw it out. Don't throw him debate. Let him give okay. it to you. That's so important. That first question, why did they want to partner with you? And what's the win for them? That has to come out of their mouth. If okay. not, and you say, are you looking for content? Like that's different now because like you've kind of like, then, then they just want to not say no, all that stuff. So try to pull out of okay. them and get them to say with their, it's like, 
an equivalent of this is like on our team each week in each quarter, everyone sets goals. We have quarterly goals and then we have weekly goals that point towards the quarterly goals. And early on, I would draft or set the quarterly goals for different team members. And the buy-in on those is practically nothing. It's like, well, you gave me the goal. And so the timeline doesn't matter. The cost doesn't matter. Like it just is way less significant. But now everyone sets their own quarterly and weekly goals. Now I will give feedback occasionally to like, I sent feedback to two people this morning on the teams. Like, Hey, here's your weekly goals right now. Here's some maybe adjustments to think about and you decide if you want to do them or not. And just the buy-in and their ownership of that is so, so much higher when they're the ones that set it. I provide a little bit of a framework to help with it uh, and feedback occasionally, but yeah, so there's, there's some concept there when they own it and they label it and they put it out. You might make, if they're really struggling, maybe you throw out a few suggestions, but you keep them pretty soft because you don't want to tank the pool. You want to really know, like, what's the pain? You don't want to be a vitamin. You want to be a painkiller. So find the pain, not like a thing that would be nice to have. Most partnerships that don't get promoted very well, either just communication was lousy and or... Mm a pain was literally was not ever found like some people recently have had partnerships where they uh we talked about here where i think cheryl had one recently where the partner wasn't interested in money just wasn't a pain point maybe nice for the yeah company. i remember that not yeah. me at all so found the pain point find the pain that they have and be a painkiller okay yeah. okay i'm on those it four sir. questions are the main thing keep those in your head and then maybe you could type out an agenda or use what you have and fold into that but if those four are answered in the call was something like, great, Steve, and this was great. Here's what I'd like to do. I feel very confident that I can help you achieve your goal of X, and I feel very confident you can help me achieve my goal of Y. And, man, the best partnerships in the world are when both people feel like they're getting a still. And I feel like I'm getting a still if I accomplish that. Based on what you've said, you feel like you're getting a still if you get this. So I think this is something really worth pursuing. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to spend the next couple of days – and put together a detailed promotion plan for both of us, just a draft that we can review and look back over. And, you know, if we both like it, we'll go forward with it. That sound good to you? Yep. Great. All right. So let's set a time to review the promotion plan of next Thursday at 5 p.m. I'll send you a copy a few days ahead of time for you to review. And then on that call, our goal is to sign off on the promotion plan and move forward. Does that sound good to you? Great. Let's go. And then you go together, use us to help put together the promotion plan these first couple of times, send it to him, let him review it, get on the call on Thursday, and finalize it. That sounds great. I'm on it, sir. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, no problem.